Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to equip you with the knowledge and tools you need to make lasting changes in your health. Society has trained us to think that Western medicine is the answer to long-term health, but this approach only treats symptoms and never addresses the root cause. Without a new approach, our community will experience unnecessary sickness and suffering. We teach the functional health model to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life. My name is Paige, and I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Alex Arguello, doctor of chiropractic and functional health practitioner. Join us as we unpack some of the most pressing health challenges facing our community today. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. Today we are going to be talking about an interesting topic that I am interested to hear about because (laughs) it's not my favorite food. We're going to be talking about olives. Um, Before we jump into that, I quickly just wanted to put it out there that we are going to be doing a healthy eating challenge, get yourself on track, sort of a 30-day Um, challenge following the Restoring Human Diet, which we have been talking about for the last, I mean, for as long as we've been doing this podcast, but specifically the last couple of weeks or months. Um, And so just stay tuned for details on that. Um, We'll be posting on our Facebook group as well as our Instagram um, if you're on our email list. So follow us on all the things and you will hear more details about that, but that'll be starting up um, in a couple of weeks on February 12th. 2024. Awesome. Do we want to start with our workout? Yeah. wasn't my favorite workout <laughs> today because it involved the bike and I hate the bike so much. Yeah. So we, as always, if you guys have been catching on, we do a workout before we do the podcast because we do these on Saturday mornings and at the gym, it's partner workouts or team workouts on Saturday. So um, we had a team of three and a team of two this morning and we started off on as Paige mentioned, the bike, so stationary bike. If you've ever been on a stationary bike, more than likely you've just been kind of doing it for um, time or distance, and you, you're just on it for like 20 minutes or so and probably not going at a super hard pace. But the bikes that we have, we're typically doing at, at a more intense pace. And um, there's like a lot of resistance in those bikes. Yeah. They're not yeah. just like pedaling right. along, right. da-da-da. <laughs> so it's called an assault bike, and oh the assault gosh. comes from the, the brand name. That's the company that makes them, but they also... You could they assault th- your <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. legs. <laughs> yeah, your legs don't feel great coming off of it. So it, we did that. What's called a buy-in. So you did the you guys did a three thousand meter bike to buy into the workout, and then the workout consisted of some gymnastics and some weightlifting. So for kind of how it was prescribed, as you were supposed to do, uh, you were supposed to split ten bar muscle ups. So that's when you're on a pull up bar, and then you lift yourself so that you can extend your arms at the top of the bar and your bar, the bars kind of at your hips. Um, if you've ever seen anybody in gymnastics do like those parallel bars and how they get on top of the bars, that's what they're doing. Mm. And then a push jerk. So that's where you bring a barbell, you clean it up to your shoulders and then you take it from your shoulders to arms extended above your head. Um, and you can bend your knees when you get to the top. So that's called a jerk. And you were supposed to do seven reps of that. So you're splitting all that work. We did six rounds. You guys did five rounds because we were the, we were the team of three. Um, but you probably modified some of the stuff. So. I was going to say, yeah, instead of the muscle up, I did ring rows for the pull aspect of that. And then I also did push-ups 
for the push aspect. So one ring row plus one push up equals one muscle up. Yeah. So perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And like we always say, you can scale it to whatever you need to do as long right. as you're kind of hitting the stimulus that we want for the workout. So there, that was that. Today we're, we're continuing the series on fatty fruits. So we've already talked about uh, avocados and coconuts. Um, today we're going to go into olives. And as you mentioned before, you're not a super fan of, of olives, but I'm sure you use olive oil. I do, you yes. use olive oil. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to get into olives, kind of the, the health benefits of olives, nutritional facts of olives, um, and then of course olive oil because that's probably the... the the biggest way people use use olives, right? But let me just there's just some kind of some fun facts about about olives. Olives have been used for thousands of years, so there's a bunch of ton or there's a ton of um, cool facts about them. So one olive tree can produce around four liters of oil annually. That's a significant amount of oil. Mm-hmm. More than one thousand varieties of olives may be used to produce olive oil. Greeks consume the highest amounts of olive oil. You probably guess that. Sure. Green olives are unripe and contain more polyphenols, which is an antioxidant. We've been talking about antioxidants for a while, but less fat than black olives. Mm, interesting. And if you don't like olives, at least in my experience, more people don't like black olives. And I like, so I enjoy them So maybe try both. the green ones you're yeah, telling yeah. me? Yeah, I think uh, trying the green ones probably is a, a better way of starting. Because <laughs> you don't like either, or you've never tried I've black tried olives. them. Okay. I think maybe... Long time ago, I heard you talking about how great they were, and I know they. We'll probably talk about this later, but they sell those little like snack cups of them. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, "Oh wow, this is great! They're meant for snacking. Maybe they taste different, and <laughs> could not, still could not do it." All right, olive trees are native to Turkey, Italy, Spain, Croatia, and other parts of the Mediterranean and Balkans. So we probably won't get it into a ton of the Mediterranean diet, but that's a pretty popular diet, even in kind yeah. of conventional. Um, nutrition. Um, they'll recommend a Mediterranean diet. It's like one of the, the healthier diets, like that what we, even we would agree is a healthier diet that kind of conventional wisdom says is healthy. Right. Um, and it's a lot of it is due to the um, use of olive oil and olives hmm. in that Mediterranean diet. Olive trees came to the Americas in mid 1500s. They are now cultivated in Mexico, Peru, Chile, Argentina, and California. So obviously that climate um, Olive trees do better there. The oldest olive tree is 1,600 years old. Huh, that's cool. In Croatia. Wow. And still bears fruit. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, so olives. Let me just kind of give you some of the health benefits um, that have just even been studied um, when it comes to olive and olive oil. So anti-inflammatory benefits uh, so it reduces inflammation, aids in weight loss. So they've done studies with people um, who are trying to lose weight and have control groups that eat a, a certain diet and then they don't take in olive oil. The other ones eat that same diet, but they add olive oil to it. And the ones that add olive oil to it lose more weight. Hmm. It improves insulin sensitivity. So we talk a lot about insulin resistance and insulin sensitivity here. Um, primary, so the kind of the two parts to that is when you're taking in more olives and olive oil, you're reducing your carbohydrate intake more than likely. So reducing your carbohydrate intake increases insulin sensitivity, but then just even some of the things that are in um, olives and olive oil um, increases insulin sensitivity, supports brain health. So we talked a lot about brain last week with the coconut and just the fatty acids in there, um, how they help the brain. It can boost your immune system, offers anti-aging effects, and supports a healthy mood. Um, 
so the anti-aging effects, there's a ton of research that's being done now on just longevity um, and just ways to do that. But olive oil, I mean, people have been thinking about that for also thousands of years. And olives and olive oil are one of the, the main things that, that people have used that just kind of without research behind it, thinking, yeah, the more olives and olive oil you take in, the longer you're going to live type stuff. But also using it for skin, they would, you know, um, put it on their face, put it on their um, just other parts of their body for their skin, just to have healthy skin, even put it in, in their hair um, for those type of benefits. So again, olive oil especially has been used for a very, very long time. But so let me just go through kind of the key nutrients that are in it. So we, we've talked about fatty acids with the other ones that we've talked about. The fatty acid that's in olive oil is called oleic acid. Um, maybe one of the fatty acids that's been studied the most uh, of any other fatty acid. Um, but yeah, most prominent fatty acid found in olive oil, uh, according to a 2020 review published in Critical Reviews in Food Science and Nutrition, it may help decrease inflammatory markers such as C-reactive protein. So C-reactive protein is a, a marker that I run pretty frequently on people just to look for general inflammation, but it's also um, specific to inflammation in your cardiovascular system. So people who are at risk for any sort of heart disease, atherosclerosis, any sort of inflammatory condition when it comes to the heart, um, the doctors are measuring CRP. So they've done studies where they look at people with their CRP levels and then have them take in more oleic acid through olive oil and their CRP um, decreases. So if you are need to be anti-inflammatory, which everybody should be, right. you should be adding um, olives to your diet, olive oil to your diet. I think I <clears throat> mentioned this before, but I know we talked about black olives, but I didn't mention the specific thing. Black olives have higher amounts of oleic acid than, than green olives do. Um, so both of them are anti-inflammatory, but um, the black olives are going to have more of the anti-inflammatory benefit with the, with the oleic acid. Another thing is called oleocanthal. It's an antioxidant that's found in olives and olive oil, also very anti-inflammatory. They've even done studies where they compare it to ibuprofen hmm. um, and show that it has very similar benefits as to taking ibuprofen. What? Um, yeah, so oleocanthal. So this is how kind of you know science works is instead of just saying, hey, eat the food that has this stuff in it, they try to you know extract that particular- Isolate it. Yeah, mm -hmm. isolate it and say, why don't you just take oleocanthal and then we can compare it to, you know, taking ibuprofen. Why? Because eventually they want to try to, um, what's that word where they, um, patent, they get a patent mm -hmm. and then now they're the only ones that can sell the, the oleocanthal as a medication or sure. something like that. Um, so yeah, just eat more of this stuff and you're going to have these, these benefits too. But that was a 2021 study in antioxidants. Um, the journal called antioxidants, um, shows that it lowers inflammation and oxidative stress specifically for arthritis. Um, that's oh, what the oleocanthal was. Hmm. So again, anybody with osteoarthritis, so this is the type of arthritis that you, that most people get as they get older, um, and their joints, um, taking in more olive oil is a, a big way to combat that. Another, um, polyphenol or antioxidants called hydroxy tyrosol. So this one is specific to fighting oxidative damage, just like the other one but also offers an antimicrobial effect. So antimicrobial that's fighting off bacteria, viruses, those type of things. And then it protects your blood brain barrier. So I think we've mm. talked a little bit about blood brain barrier on here, but there's this barrier um, 
the brain, of course, is is the most important organ. So we don't want anything that shouldn't be into the brain um, getting there. So the body has this blood-brain barrier to keep stuff out and only let certain things in. Um, that can, just like our gut can get leaky, the blood-brain barrier can get damaged and also become leaky. So how do you protect that? Well, with this hydroxyoxotyrosol that's found in olives and olive oil. So taking in that set of stuff is going to protect your blood-brain barrier. And then, of course, reducing um, inflammation um, has cardioprotective um, benefits. So this is a 2019 review published in Molecules um, where it showed cardioprotective lipid regulating. So it um, keeps your, your lipids or your cholesterol levels normal. Weight regulating, it was anti-diabetic, anti-cancer, antiviral, antibacterial, metabolism supporting, and had other benefits all shown in that 2019 study. Again, that's just the hydroxytyrosol that they, they looked at in that study. So you add that to all these other studies that we've been talking about on olives and olive oil, then you know now you're getting all these benefits. 2014 study um, in Frontiers in Nutrition said it offers cardiovascular disease, cancer, and even HIV and AIDS benefits. So people that have HIV um, or the uh, autoimmune um, issue of AIDS can also benefit from taking an olive oil. And then the last two, phytosterols. So you hear sterile and cholesterol. So mm. there's these plant um, sterols. Um, so cholesterol is more of an animal-based sterol. Phytosterols are plant-based. Um, they've also shown to lower LDL, lower triglyceride levels, raise up your, your HDL levels. So all things people want when it comes to their lipids. And then vitamin E, a fat-soluble vitamin. Um, found in heavy amounts in olives and olive oil. So huge benefits you go, you could, from cardiovascular disease to cancer to you know your immune system health, um, mood, which has to do with your brain. Yeah. You know? So a lot of times people have depression, anxiety, those type of things, migraines, because their blood-brain barrier has been damaged. Mm-hmm. Now a bunch of toxins and stuff are getting in that into your brain, causing inflammation, causing oxidative stress. So these um, plant sterols can block that from protecting your blood-brain barrier. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Lots of reasons to, to be taking in olive oil and olives. Yep. Yeah. So how do you get it? Well, if you don't <laughs> like olives, I would say keep trying them, right? Yeah. It's probably kind of like um, like organ meat and stuff, how yeah. you, if you just kind of get past the initial mm-hmm. converting your taste buds period, then like you start to like it right. sort of thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can do, you can, uh, Emily doesn't like olives really either, but if they're on a salad, she'll, she'll do it kind of mixing it with some other stuff. My Google search, because I was like, I got to look this up, how to get olives in. It says, slice them up in your salads, put them, well, I don't know about this, put them on top of your pizza, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe a homemade real food. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Pack them in a sandwich bag for a quick snack. So yeah, like I said, they sell them at the store, which is really cool in those little cups. So you can yeah. just like grab and go mm-hmm. for a snack. Chop them up in chicken or tuna salad. Marinate them in olive oil and fresh herbs. Eat them with cheese, dried fruit, or a glass of your favorite wine. There you Straight go. from Google. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a Mediterranean diet, olives and wine. There you go, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, but you don't have to necessarily like olives or eat olives. I mean, it'd be great if you could get them in your, your diet. You know, they're just kind of another way, <clears throat> excuse me, of keeping your, 
that diet more higher and higher in fat and then instead of higher in carbohydrates. But as long as you're using olive oil, you're going to be able to get a lot of these, a lot of these benefits. Okay. So is it a good idea to cook with olive oil? I feel like I've yeah. heard mixed things on this. Yep. So that's another good point that I wanted to get to. So thank you for reminding me of that. So how oils used to be looked at in, in studies is they would only look at the smoke point. So they would say, okay, what, when does this, um, when you heat up olive oil, when does it start smoking? And I think we talked about this in, in the avocado, um, episode that avocado oil has very similar benefits to olive oil, but it has a higher smoke point than olive oil. And then coconut oil even has a higher smoke point than, than avocado and, and olive. Um, so if you're just looking at that, then you would say, okay, olive oil has a pretty low smoke point. And when it smokes, what happens, the, the problem there is that then that's when it starts to go rancid or starts to get oxidized. And then everything really that it's trying, you're taking it to protect um, free radical damage, oxidative stress, that kind of goes away because you've now made the product that's supposed to work against that already rancid, right? So you, do, you wouldn't want to do that. But now that they've looked at it more, they've done more research on this stuff, the smoke point was a, a very simple way of looking at it. Now they, they know that when you look at the, the polyphenol content or the antioxidant content that's, that we've already mentioned, that that kind of negates a lot of the effect of getting to the smoke point. So although it might smoke um, sooner than these other oils, because it has so many antioxidants in it, it's not going to be problematic. Mm. But that is also extra virgin olive oil. So you typically can find olive oil in three different ways. You can find it extra virgin. That's like when they squeeze out the oil. So cold pressed is another way that of going to, so they don't ever heat it up to damage any of the oils. They press the oil out of the, out of the olive um, and it's the first press. So that's the extra virgin part of the, of the olive oil. Then there's just virgin olive oil. So there's two presses. So it's the second mm -hmm. press. So it's also s still good, but it's just not that original press from, from the, from the olive. And then there's like a, a light or refined, mm -hmm. um, olive oil. So if it's got like a, a lighter color or if it just doesn't say virgin or extra virgin, then that's going to be, th that really shouldn't be something you should be taking in. Because it's gone through too much processing. Too much processing. They probably heated it up. They probably used chemicals in their processing. So yeah, even though it's an olive oil, you would want to still stay away from, got from it. that. So that where you're going to find this at is you probably, if you ever go to any sort of restaurants that like have buffets, they're going to have oil and vinegar. And that's more than likely if it is, even is olive oil, it's, it's going to probably be the light olive oil. Sure. And then that could be what restaurants are cooking with when you ask them what type of oil do you use? And they just say olive oil. Um, that's tricky because it's a mental like, Oh good. It's olive oil, right, but it's right, probably right. still not. And then, um, if just salad dressings, you know, that have a bunch of yes. different stuff in them, you look on the back and it just says olive oil. That's more than likely going to be that refined yeah. form of the olive oil. Okay. So yeah, all these benefits that we just listed off should absolutely be something in your diet. Mm -hmm. You should be using this oil, but if you're not using the right one, you're not, you're not getting, you're not getting that. Mm -hmm. So yes, use it on salads, use it to make you know, just your own dressings, use it with not just lettuce salads, but other dressings that we've talked about, you know, like the, the tomato and avocado and cucumber salad that mm -hmm. we talked about. Anyway, you can get it in. Um, and then, yeah, you and can still cook you with can it. cook with you it. You can cook with okay. it. Okay. Yep. Great. Yep. And it, even at high heats, you know, so, mm -hmm. so cooking with it, high heats is fine. The and other crazy thing, and this is more recent with olive oils, at least I'm, I'm learning about this more recently is, is companies, we've talked about just how corrupt companies can be 
um, you know, with the whole natural thing, they just claim natural and there's, you know, very low regulations on what's yes, natural. Right. Um, organic, you know, that can be a problem too. But with olive oil, basically they're, they're saying it's olive oil and it's really canola oil or they're saying it's yes. olive oil and there's just a little, there's only a, a certain percentage, like 30% of it is olive oil and the rest of it is some sort of bad oil. Yeah. So how so, do you yeah. know? Yep. So you got to just be very careful again, looking for the extra virgin part of it. Um, most likely that's going to be um, okay. the, the good, good oil. You want to try to look for um, where it's coming from. So a lot of times if it is a good quality um I would assume they're called farms. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Olive tree farms. Yes. Um, they're going to put their label on it, right? Because they're proud of the product. So if it has some sort of label of a, uh, like a family farm or, or mm. you know, some, some sort of um, village or, or town that, that produces, you know, the, the olive oils, those are going to be on there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you just kind of have to do some research on the, on the products that you're using, seeing where they're, would where they're they have from. to on like the back of the label that says the ingredients would they would they have to include if they used canola oil, or can they kind of sneak that by? Yeah, I don't know the exact regulations on that. If they're just you know it just says olive oil on the front, and then if you actually do look on the back, it mm -hmm. says something else, or if because there's a certain percentage of it, they don't have to list those other um, mm -hmm. ingredients, or if they're just completely corrupt and they're lying to whoever's trying to regulate sure, it. Sure, could be. Um, yeah, yeah. So. The other, I guess the, maybe the, even the most important one, um, is how much is it costing? Like if, you, if you're finding a big bottle of olive oil and it's only eight bucks or something, you know, then that's probably not going to be the best quality, right. um, olive oil. Not that you have to spend like $40 on a bottle, which those are definitely out there to mm, find. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, but it is a healthy of enough food and it's, you can use it in so many different ways. You know, it, it is one of the foods that you would want to spend, spend some money on. Right. Um, cause you should be using it every day, basically, mm -hmm. you know, with cooking and you know, making dressings and all that type of stuff. So yeah, those are the ways to, to try to find out if they're scamming you. Yeah. Um, and then I guess even, so one thing I think of my kids love roasted potatoes mm -hmm. and I have lately been using olive oil, you know, to drizzle before I roast them in the oven. Yep. It feels like such a small amount is getting on like each potato, but do they, yeah. are they still getting benefit from that? Yeah. Even though it's like such a small coating of oil, like there's right. still something in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get, um, a lot of the benefits from just even a tablespoon of, of olive oil. So that doesn't mean that you have to put a tablespoon on just your kids serving. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you're using, you know, that amount on on however many potatoes you're making, meaning they're getting some of that benefit mm -hmm. plus their kids. So they're not going to necessarily need as much as, right. much as adults. But yeah, I think, I think that's why using it multiple times in a day is yeah. also a benefit. So mm -hmm. whether you're cooking eggs in it or whatever you're cooking in the morning and then, you know, salad for lunchtime or some sort of salad for lunchtime and then, yeah, using it to bake potatoes or whatever you're doing. Right. So we've so far talked about avocado oil, olive oil and coconut oil is there any specific time that you would like recommend one over the other or yeah no i mean i think i still think cooking with coconut oil is the is the best way to go um but you don't have to be afraid of cooking with with olive oil mm -hmm. so uh, to me it's more of a preference like yeah like i think i mentioned the, in the coconut oil. some people don't like the taste of sure. coconut and mm -hmm. some people don't like the taste of the of the olive. i will say that the 
most of the time it's because it's like that peppery or spicy kind of taste if you just take an olive oil by itself. Mm-hmm. And that comes from that oleocanthal that I mentioned that has some of the, the biggest benefits from olive. So oh. I don't know if that does anything for people's heads of, yeah, they don't really quite like this taste, but I know this is maybe it's the healthiest part good. of it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, and avocado oil doesn't really have much of a taste to me right. anyway, so that might be the one to use if it's, you know, if it's the taste, that's mm-hmm. the that's the problem. But I also think, because w- this is why we went through all three of these, is they all have similar benefits, but they're different benefits. So trying to figure out ways to get all three of them in your diet yeah. is, a, is a good way of doing it. Cool. Yeah. Well, we want to hear from you guys. Are you on Team Olives straight out of the can, or do you prefer to just use olive oil? Let us know. Be sure to share this with someone else who might find it helpful, and keep an eye out for more details on our Healthy Eating Restoring Human Diet Challenge, and we'll talk to you next time.